Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined, as always, by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. What's going uh, on, bud? How you doing? Joko, yeah, we are doing great. Uh, we somehow survived uh, last week. Uh, you know, I, I think two weeks ago I said we should just bet against the A's all the time. And uh, and then they decided to go on, uh, I guess, a Moneyball win streak uh, out of nowhere against one of the best teams. So that that's hard to bet against a team that has nothing to lose. Yes, it is. Uh, but we did survive. We made it out relatively unscathed last week. Uh, and uh, this week, uh, you just had some some boots on the ground uh, experience with, uh, with uh, the next coming of Jesus, I heard. Yeah, I was there Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. Um, that Thursday night game, it was Rangers-Angels. I mean... Thir- I don't know how to explain it. Maybe this is what our parents were talking about when, like, Bo Jackson was alive. Where, like, it's just too good to be true when you're, like, watching him play. But Otani is the greatest thing that's ever happened to baseball. Probably sports in general. Uh, was he pitch- Was he pitching that night? He was pitching and hit an opposite field home run that went 450 feet. Oof. And he did the... He's the only hitter to go oppo for 450-plus in, like, a four-day series. So he did four home runs oppo in a th- like four games. It, he is – I'm tired of hearing the slander that, oh, he's overrated or we, we talk too much about him. No, he is literally the greatest thing that's ever happened to our fucking sport. Yeah, that's life. funny because I'm pretty sure I've heard some maybe some slander uh, <laughs> coming from you before. Uh, I've never said a fucking thing about Otani. I have always been a positive side of that. Maybe it was just Trout then. I will talk um, shit about Trout because he's old and not as good, and the Angels are doing better. I think Mike Trout is a glorified uh, Gary Sizemore. Good old name oof. toss there. Yeah, nice. Uh, any other uh, takeaways from boots on the ground, uh, four straight days of the Rangers? Yeah, I mean, the team is locked in. I, I know they went on a 10-game skid a little. I think they went four and four and six, something like that, but their six losses were against... Shane McClanahan, they lost against just absolutely Otani, uh, mm-hmm. Gossman, a bunch of stud pitchers. I don't know how much in depth you can look into that. When they don't go against the ace, they kind of hang in there too. It's not like they're getting blown away. True. But against yeah. an ace, it, it happens. You are going to lose to those teams, even with the best team out, like the worst team out there. I mean, their best pitcher just took the, did their job, and that's what it came down to. So I'm not too worried about the Rangers. I still believe it's their division to lose now, and I have some pretty awesome tickets that I could cash in in October. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it's great to see that the Angels are in second now, seeing the Astros in third, six and a half games back from first. Incredible. They are falling apart. It is nice to see they looked like shit against the Mets last night. It was glorious. And that's their future ace, Hunter Brown. He is doing terrible. Yeah, the Astros have definitely... uh fell off uh, in a way that we kind of expected. Um, I know we talked in our preview pod before the season that uh, there's just a lot of talent in this division, and we knew the Rangers were coming up. We thought the Mariners would be, and maybe they're starting to pick it up a little bit now. But um, Yeah, and then the Angels all of a sudden actually, you know, playing good baseball and having a chance for the playoffs. Who would have thought were the two best players, uh, allegedly? Well, I have a question for you. Because Otani's done at the end of the year. His contract's up. Yep. One, how much do you pay him? 
Two, if you're the Angels, what is the accepting offer you're taking to trade him during the trade deadline? Uh, like, I don't think, I think I think the Angels ride it out. They're bad. I, I think they're not gonna. And baseball, you you rarely ever like make a return off investment in your trades. The trades are usually just to get out of cap situations. You know, like no one just happens to trade for a star player. I feel like. Yeah, that's not necessarily true. I think you take the chances of like a little prospect. So, like, I mean, for example, a good Ranger great example we traded elvis andrews for chris davis and a few prospects those prospects ended up being jonah hind really at the end of the day and we cut chris davis immediately so i mean that was the real guy we traded elvis andrews for that nobody really knew about at the time i think there are True. prospects but i mean if you're the angels but if you trade otani you have to get you have to get something. i think you got to get six top 100 prospects which only what the Rays and the Orioles can do? Rays, Orioles, maybe. I think the Yankees are in that mix, but I. I oh my I God! I just realized. Can you imagine Otani on the Rays? He would be perfect, honestly. Like he would be the ultimate yeah. Ray. I mean, any team he lands on, he will be the greatest of that ever team's talent. He's the greatest baseball player in our lifetime. There's there's a zero zero percent chance they trade Otani. They uh, have to. The they have to risk it. See, and this is the other thing I've noticed that the Angels are doing. Uh, Otani is getting the most plate appearances and the most pitching in, in innings pitch on the Angels. So I think they're well aware that this is his last year. So they're going to run him into the fucking ground this season. So I'm a little worried about that for whatever team gets him next. Hopefully the Rangers. But I, you can definitely see that they're taking full-blown advantage. Like this is a World Series or bust year for the Angels. There's especially now that they are, you know, doing well and competitive. Zero percent. I'm going to put it at 0.0000001% chance uh, I mean, that he gets traded. There's they're five you, games under, they're five games away from first. They are where are they in the wild card? This is the best they've been sitting basically for I don't know how long. And no, they can't, they can't, they can't win a title. But if you're the, if you're that GM. You you're you only have one option, which is to play it out, hope for a miracle, and w the worst case is you're the heartbroken team, because then it won't be your fault. It'll be they'll just be sad that he left, kind of thing. If you make that move, you're the guy who traded Otani. I mean, but you got to get something back from him. I if you lose him, then you're the guy that couldn't keep Otani, and you got nothing in return. This yeah, is where I think it's... the Nationals worked out their magic, and the Nationals aren't too far. I mean, the Nationals have a better record than the Padres right now, I believe. True. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just cannot see Otani getting traded, but who knows? Uh, hopefully, I mean, that would be amazing to see. I'd love to see him on the Rays or Orioles, or I'm trying to think who else has a really good farm. My fault. Uh, that prospect. was incorrect on me previously. The Nationals are six games under. The Padres. So forgive me for just blurting out random shit. I thought at one point they were traded or they were tied up. Oh, no. um, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. Uh, speaking of which, um, tonight's game. The Angels are off tonight. No, no, they had the Dodgers tonight. Interesting. Hmm. They are red hot. Didn't Kershaw get rocked last game? Kershaw did, but I also think the Dodgers lineup against Detmers is. 
they're better against lefties. I think they'll be fine. I actually, I part of my picks. If we want to get into that, I like the Dodgers money line. I think that's a very short price for what we usually get for the Dodgers. It's true. Yeah, you usually have to over, you know, take a little like bit. I usually don't juice. get them at minus one thirty, so I kind of like that. Um, I'm not a big Detmers guy. I think his no hitter last year has always kept him at a normal. He's he's been overvalued, I think, in a lot of the gambling worlds. Uh, Angels are okay. red hot. It is a little worrisome, but I think this is still a, the cheapest price you'll get the Dodgers majority of the year. Okay, yeah, we can just kind of go through the slate and uh, run down. Um, I think the first game we have on the docket here is, uh, correct me if you don't have the same one, but Blue Jays-Marlins? I can adjust because I actually like this game a lot. Uh, yes, that's my first game as well. This is a uh, Kikachu and then uh, Yuri Perez, a rookie. Uh, so yes my initial thoughts on this is realistically i mean yuri perez has had a great start he in this five games he's four and one he's got a 1.8 era 1.09 whip i don't think he's actually gone up against real like lineups like the blue jays have so first thing i looked at as rookie i mean the blue jays hit the shit out of right-handed pitchers i mean they're in a dome i actually kind of like the Blue Jays to win this game. But my real pick in this, my, I thought what where the more value of that pick would be, would be the, them just to score over three and a half runs. I think that's very low for the Blue Jays. Yeah, I got to agree. I just, I mean, we've looked at it all year and just looked at that Blue Jays lineup and, get, and just been shocked that it hasn't done better. Um, I think getting them with a low total is at least a smart play. I know Merrifield is hot right now. Uh, Vlad's been a little bit up and down. It's really, uh, Varsho hasn't been as consistent, and neither has uh, Danny Jansen. But, I mean, it's still a good lineup. I guess Springer's hitting him for a little bit lower average than we're used to seeing. Yeah, and those, I mean, if you look at the All-Star voting, Blue Jays are leading the whole thing in everything. That's kind of <laughs> such a, a joke. joke. Just the whole <laughs> fucking Canadian world is for him. But yeah, that being said, I think this team should do better. I mean, they're not... I'm looking at stats right now, just kind of trends. Anytime Kikachu or anything like that plays, the Blue Jays typically give up a, runner, a lot of runs. But, I mean, at the same time, they also score a lot. So, yeah, I like that. I don't necessarily feel comfortable picking a side. I'm still – it's still weird for me to bet Marlins. I know that yeah, they've been good. I'm with you on that. It's still kind of a weird thing to feel like that's normal. So, yeah, I'm sticking with my consistency here, of just picking the Blue Jays to score more than three and a half runs. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I wonder what the what's the over under on that. It is eight. I think it's eight. Yeah. Mm, interesting, but it's only four for the first five. Interesting. Yes. Kind of like that first five over. But yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I just expect um, a Yuri Perez like letdown game because he's pitched so damn well for the last five starts. Yeah, eventually, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a terrible game, but he should be giving up, I don't know, three innings over five and a half, or three runs over five and a half innings, and then you just get one more next year in the, the back half. Um, all right, next up, I got Braves-Phillies. Yeah, uh, we got Spencer Strider going for the Braves and Ranger Suarez for the Phillies. Uh, Spencer Strider's been pretty rocky lately. I think it gave up like four or five against the Tigers this last start. 
He's yep. still a strikeout machine. He's just not, I mean, he's struggled lately. I mean, other than that, I mean, he went, he's gone under his strikeout totals the last three. Trying to look and see. He's allowed seven hits against the Tigers, eight against the Mets. His last really good outing was against the Diamondbacks. I mean, he went six innings, three hits, seven Ks. Not a bad start. So hopefully there's a bounce back here, and this probably is a good bounce back. I did see Nick Cassianos is back in the lineup. He's no longer six, so that is a bat that is a little scary. Other than that, what's your thoughts on this game? Kind of like the over. Um, looks like the public is leaning slight over as well. Eight and a half. Uh, you know, I would expect the Phillies to get somewhere between three to five runs and the Braves also to get somewhere between that. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I would lean towards the over in this game. Yeah, I'm not against it. I mean, I think Ranger Suarez is the worst of the two pitchers here. He has not bounced back really well from his injury. I would and, lean uh, Braves. I think the Braves hit lefties really well. I think they're like number yeah. two against left-handed pitchers. So I do like the Braves to win just a straight money line. I'm trying to look nice. and see what the value on what is it? Minus one fifty. Minus one fifty. Not awful. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's another one like the Dodgers, where it's usually the the price is a little inflated. But uh, I mean, we're in the yeah. dog days here. We we don't have the option of picking nine to, uh, like a minus one ten, a pretty even line. This is really all we got. True. Yeah. Um, all right, Orioles Rays. This one's actually a really good game. I'm actually looking forward to watching it tonight. Uh, I like watching Glassnell pitch. He's been doing really damn well. Other than that, I feel like this should be a Rays win. Yes, that's what I was leaning. The juice is a little high for me to really take as a straight-up bet. I mean, it's funny seeing a weather report in a dome stadium, but it is raining there. <laughs> yes. It always <laughs> is in Tampa. But no, I, Tampa Bay at home, pretty easy to go with. I don't necessarily – I mean, Kyle Branch doesn't have a terrible ERA. He's got a not a great whip. If anything, I'm, I mean, we're pretty consistent on this on our little Discord channel. Race team total over. Just take it. Hope for the best. That might be a good consistent play here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not against that. We do like the uh, race overs. Um, Wouldn't doubt. Just take the over on the race. It should work out throughout the season. 80% of the time, it works every time. Basically. Um, all right, Royals Tigers. All right, so Michael Lorenz has been pretty, like, I don't know if you ever get into depth with the AL Central, but this Lorenz no. kid is a solid two-way player. He's no Otani, but it is still kind of cool that the kid can, I don't know, throw a 4-2 ERA and then still be able to hit a couple dingers here and there. Nothing I'll crazy. I'll confess, but... I had no idea until I saw it on the DraftKings thing where it said Lorenz and pitcher, and I was like, well, every, yeah, of course he's a pitcher. I'm like, what? Did not realize uh, <laughs> yeah, that. So. I would probably lean Tigers. I don't like that at all. I did. I was able to live bet them yesterday for five bucks to win 30 when they were down six or down four or five. Came back to win six to four. Or I think that was the score. But yeah, I remember winning like 30 bucks on it for a $5. I had to watch. I had to bet it so I could watch the Astros live. It's a long story in our sports book there. But other than that, <laughs> it's I don't feel good ever betting on a 
Tiger team that is minus 150 money line because the Royals are really bad, but the Royals can't show up one game. I mean, we see it all the times with the A's. I, I have to apologize to the A's. I did not realize the Royals have the same record now. Uh, just poor Bobby Witt, free Bobby Witt. Can Bobby Witt get go in the Otani trade? No. So that that might be a thing, though. But I mean, look how the Reds team's looking. They were looking this bad last year, right? That was their favorite bet to go against. The yeah, it was. Look at them now. I mean, they had all these prospects come in at once, and now they're a damn near fun team. Like they're an all star team right now. It yeah. The Royals will be good within the next two to three years with all the draft picks they have and all the prospects they have. It's just not this year, sadly enough. Yep, I'm with you. I'm not um, touching this game. This is ugly. If you had to take the know. over, it's my take thing. Take the over. That yeah. seems pretty good. It's eight and a half. Both these pitchers have a above a four ERA. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, I got Cubs Pirates. I actually have a play on this that I already have locked in here. Uh, Marcus Stroman's been fucking great all year long. He's pretty solid. I mean. Mm-hmm. As long as the bats back him up, the Cubs should win. Uh, Johan Avadio has ruined me multiple times, but I'm expecting that to happen again tonight. I did take the Cubs money line at minus 130. Uh, I'm really just there to kind of follow along with Stroman because he's been so damn good lately. And I think you'll see Stroman be one of the key trade pieces here in the uh, uh, trade deadline. Gotcha. Yeah. Um I mean, I like the Cubs. It's basically the the play there. The Pirates have been very, very bad of, as of late. Uh, and uh, Strowman's been good. And I, it's where these two teams really have, uh, they're only separated by a half game, but it feels like a mountain right now compared to where they are going. The Cubs have been playing fairly okay lately. Just the Pirates have been tanking, tanking. So, um, yeah, Cubs money line is only minus 130. Let's... Definitely doable. I'm willing to take the chance there with the minus 130. Just because Strowman's a better pitcher. I'm, I'm going with that, sticking with it, calling it a day on there. Okay. Uh, next up, Cardinals Nationals. Yeah, I actually really, really, really like uh, Mackenzie Gore with the Nationals. I We was part of a key trade of our fantasy league last year, if you don't remember. Yeah, oh, but, I um, remember. <laughs> I love Mackenzie Gore. I feel like his... The bats behind him don't necessarily always get behind him, and it doesn't necessarily help out. But I do think people still look at the Cardinals as like this consistent 80 to 91 team, and the books are always going to favor that. I actually think we're getting a good favor here by getting the run line with the Nationals. Uh, I like the Nationals plus one and a half. I don't think they, they may not win, but I do like to have that comfort that they have to win by two. Gotcha. Uh, here's where we differ a little bit. Uh, I just like the the Cardinals and Montgomery better than the Nationals and Gore. Uh, it's just one of those things where I'm just looking at the the team, going, mm, "Give me the team on the left." But I'll that's take. The, uh, that's the I'll same take, thing we've always said about the Cardinals, and they blow it. <laughs> I know. I know. Here, I actually a... very rarely bet on the Cardinals, but uh, I don't know. Just tonight, I've already talked myself into Arnado and. Polly G and uh, Ed, Edmund and whoever else uh, they have there on the Cardinals lineup. Look, I won't talk you out of it, but I do want to at least give you this. 
The weighted runs created by the Nationals and their uh, on-base percentages by the Nationals, they're 13th on weighted runs created, so like middle of the pack, but they're 7th in on-base percentage. So they get on base, they do a lot more. Yikes. I mean, it, they're just better against left-handed pitches, what I've noticed. And I mean, honestly, let's look at the Cardinals against lefties real quick. Uh, Cardinals 16th in uh, weighted runs created, and then their OBP is 19th. I mean... Oof. It's, you strike a good point. Mid, this is a uh, mid-off, if anything. Who, who's going to hit the lefty better? I would assume the Cardinals have a better bullpen. I don't know if I have the stats on that, but that's one thing I would look at. Other than that, I, I'm I'm just leading the Nationals to get within two. I think they should easily hang within a run. I'm not looking for them to win. I just think we got a good comfort there at that point. Okay. Uh, yeah, you might be talking me into the one and a half now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. What else we got here? We have Mariners, Yankees. Kirby versus Cole. Uh, so Garrett Cole at home is, I think, undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. However, he does not have Aaron Judge. So I don't, yeah, I, mean, this, I don't know. I think I saw a that Luis uh, Arez and the Marlins has more hits than all of the Yankees combined without Aaron Judge. Yeah, I mean, I've sent you that yesterday, and I've also sent you this one for the people to listen. The Athletics runs average per game, right, is around 3.4 or 3.5. Mm-hmm. The Yankees without Judge run average is 3.29. So the Yankees are a basically a triple A team without Aaron Judge. When yeah. Aaron Judge is in, for some reason they all become all stars all of a sudden. So Aaron Judge is still out. He's still nursing that little baby toe of his. I have nothing on this. The Mariners have been terrible lately. The Yankees have been terrible lately. I would sort of lean I, I wanted to say under, but I seven's really low for me. Yeah, it is, it is a bit of a low line. Um, if anything, this is just uh, a post in there. I kind of like the no run first inning. I didn't get to go bet against the Yankees in that without Aaron Judge, so without him playing in the three-hole. And uh, obviously, you know, Cole at home, we know that's good. Uh, I like the Mariners-Yankees, no runs first inning. I dig it. I can, I can do that. I mean, I, I will And I'm really, really surprised that the odds aren't worse. Like, it was only, like, minus, like, 120 or something. Like, I couldn't believe it. Uh, speaking of no-run first innings, I think I forgot to bring this up. I really actually like the Blue Jays-Miami game. Did not score in the first inning. I like the uh, Baltimore and uh, Rays game. Did not score in the first inning. Forgot to bring that up in those first two games. Yeah, I, I actually was looking at the Blue Jays-Marlins uh, one. Um, you know, uh, Luis Arez is basically just a singles you know, style hitter. Uh, so for the Blue Jays perspective, I like it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Perez has been pretty good. Uh, really only has to worry about Bo Bichette in the first three. Um, I guess Springer can hit uh, an opening home run. But yeah, I do like that Blue Jays Marlins and New Orleans first inning as well. Cool. Sorry, didn't mean to get you off topic here. But oh, uh, you're good. yeah, no. Back to the Yankee game. Uh, I'm not going to touch it. It just scares me. Makes me uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> this next game makes us very comfortable. Maybe too comfortable. Uh, 
this could be a trap. If this was football, we'd be like, oh, this is a trap game for sure. Uh, Rockies at the Reds. Um, our red hot Reds uh, were fully on the bandwagon, and uh, they just did a pitching change. It looks like Kyle Freeland is no lively, longer pitching. Right? Yeah, it's, it's lively. lively and Noah Davis. Correct. I have no idea who Noah Davis is. So take a look. It looks like the odds slightly shifted more towards the Reds after that pitching change. Well, that's good. I'm glad I already put a little bit of money on him at the minus one and a half run line. Uh, But just a little Noah Davis stuff here. The last games he's gone up against, I mean, he's only played three games. And these were all in April, so there's a good chance he got sent down and came back up. So we got that going for us. He looks like he's he went five inning against the Mariners. They lost 1-0. Went four and two-thirds to the Phillies. Lost 4-3. Then he went up against the Diamondbacks. And this is where all hell broke loose. I think he gave up seven runs in two innings. And then is now pulled back up again. So that's where we're at. I think this Reds team is not going to go as far as say they're America's team like they're calling themselves. I don't know if you ever want that pressure on you either. That being said, I will continue to ride the hot streak until proven otherwise. I like them on the run line, uh, minus one and a half. I was able to get that at even money earlier this morning. Minus one and a half, okay. Yep, I do like that. Um, the only thing I hate is taking the minus when they are the home team. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you know... It's the Reds' bullpen. They can blow it and then, you know, bust it open in extra innings the way that they did the other night for me. So, uh, yeah, minus one and a half is is even money. So, it's pretty good. I'm sticking with that. Uh, What's our next game? Athletics Guardians. I'm not touching it. I don't want to get burned anymore. (laughs) I I can't do it anymore. I mean, it's not like the Guardians are a great team. <laughs> I my hands still haven't healed, and I and I don't want to touch it again. And I don't want to touch it again. It's just uh, I I, I just, have a problem. I guess I don't know. And I, honestly, if there is an America's team, it is the Oakland Athletics. I don't think I've ever seen everybody be so supportive of the most the, the worst team in baseball history. I it's it's good for the fans. That's probably one of the more exciting baseball moments I've seen since. I don't know, last year playoffs with the Phillies. But good for them. I really hope somehow they can keep the team there in Oakland. For my own selfish reasons, it would be awesome to go to Vegas and watch a game. But I do love seeing what the fans are doing in Oakland. That reverse boycott was incredible. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. really have any much of that. I will be taking the Guardians because I can't. I can't not. I just look at them. I just cannot. But I think for shits and giggles, I'll throw a five dollars spot on them to win. Just straight up, double yeah, my money a little, back. A little sprinkle. Uh, next up, Red Sox Twins. The Red Sox this year is the biggest what the fuck of baseball. Have, They're either the worst no team idea. of all time. It, you never know what you're going to get. This is the box of chocolates team of fucking baseball. Uh, every time, every time I bet the overs in their game, they get like four hits in the game. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I do like the over kid for the Twins. Uh, he's pitching pretty well. The, once again, it's one of the situations where the bats aren't working for him. But he is getting a lot of guys back. I think uh, Joey Gallo's back in the lineup, and he's been hitting the shit out of the ball lately. Uh, 
this Cutter Crawford, which is such a solid name with such a such a good pitcher name, Cutter. I would assume you'd be better. He's averaging like three innings a game. He's given up four point two ERA. He's one and three. I lean twins. I'm not going to take it just because this could be the game that Justin Turner hits three home runs and like six RBIs. It's the way it works. It's how the Red Sox function. It's basically if Turner hits a home run, they're probably going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on paper, I would love the Red Sox, but I've just seen a bunch of them and we've made fun of our, our good friend, a Red Sox fan all year long about them. Uh, I'm still sticking by my preview show that this team could lose 100 games. I still think I'm in the right here. Um, I think I'm leaning more that they will probably end under 500 at the end of the season. I just don't think they have the depth anymore. And when it comes to the time, you're in last place for your new division. With trade deadline coming up, you're going to have to be a basically a seller, right? Ooh. What is Otani for Yoshi and Duran? I don't think that's enough. I really don't. I really no. You you literally no, have probably two isn't. players. You literally have you a have Cy contender and an MVP batting contender in one yeah, guy. Yeah, trade for both. Wow. You you would need to get. I and there's not even a good prospect in their pitching rotation that's like worth the damn to trade for mm-hmm. that. Because then you're gonna have to get a pitcher, a hitter, and all that kind of stuff. You're gonna have to have like four or five dudes replace one guy. Oof. Man, yeah, they uh, they don't have a chance. Yeah, I, I like the Twins. The Red Sox, are, if they were at home, this game if this game was in Boston, I'd probably lean Red Sox, and it's in Minnesota, so I'm going to lean the Twins. Even though I don't understand how the Twins win game. They're like, they're like the Northern Athletics to me, but we're slightly better, right. I guess. Yeah. What's the next game we got? Oh, we got our boys, the Diamondbacks, on the road right, in Milwaukee. I hate to do this. No. I don't. I didn't bet it yet, but I cannot. Like Ryan Nelson is not good. Oh no! Don't tell me that. It does. I if there was a good lean, and I'm just looking at like what a gambler would see. I'm seeing so much money on the Diamondbacks. I'm seeing the odds are a little bit like even in pitching. I. Don't hate the Brewers today. I, I don't hate them. I think there's a like there's just too much money on the Diamondbacks for me to feel comfortable in that. And the the Ryan Nelson, what? Three and four record, five point three RA, one point five four whip. This Raya kid for the Brewers, four point seven one ERA, one point two six whip. It, it just I think this is a sneaky brave steal one away from the right uh at Diamondbacks. I did not realize it until just now, but the Diamondbacks are the fourth best team in the entire league by record. Uh, yeah, correct. And, and the Orioles are right behind that. <laughs> Amazing. Our teams, and now our Reds are going to come on. Uh, teams should just start paying us for their support uh, starting next season. So, um, yeah, I, I just I, I, I hate the Brewers. I hate the Brewers for no reason. Like, they've done nothing to me. I just looked at them and I go, ugh, the Brewers. Uh, sorry if we have any Brewer fans who are listening, but I doubt it. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, um, I'm looking at their numbers right now. I mean, Milwaukee versus right-handed pitchers, they rank 23rd on base percentage. They're 25th against righties. Uh, let's see. Arizona against right-handed pitchers, weight, weighted runs created. They're 8th. 
on base percentage are fifth. I mean, all uh, all the lines say, "Hey, pick the Diamondbacks." It just makes sense. I yeah, just feel like and, this is and the odds aren't even that bad. I think it's one of the days where the books are going to get you, where the, this is a trap. Too good to be true, yeah. essentially, right? Hopefully not. We'll see. But, okay. Uh, next up, Mets, Astros. I think it's, uh, who is it? Verlander and Valdez? Yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, I actually like the Astros a lot in this. I think this is a reverse, how would we say this? A reverse... Uh... If last night's outcome... No, I'm trying to think. What what is it called when it like a fuck fuck me when a guy gets traded and goes up against his old team revenge game reverse revenge. Oh, game. Gotcha. I think Verlander leaving them and they're going to try to tee up on Verlander. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, I don't really I like have... getting the Astros at minus one forty five. I think is what I have them on my books. Yes, that's what I show as well. Um, yeah, Mets. Uh, yeah, they showed up last night, but. I'll be surprised if they do it two nights in a row. Yeah. Uh, um, if anything, I kind of like, let's, what is the Astros team total? I would imagine. Let's see. What, four and a half? Three and a half? It's probably going to be four, I imagine. It's not showing on my end. <clears throat> I have it at three but, and a half at minus 135. I am submitting that right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, next up, I got Rangers and White Sox. Nate the Great. This, sh- this should be a good game. Uh, Nivaldi, Cease, this should be a pretty low-scoring game, I would assume. Uh, I know that's kind of a rare thing to say in a Ranger game because we put up like eight to nine runs, but I do think we struggle against, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. They don't do great against their aces and team's aces. They don't ever like bully them like they do anybody else. I still like the Rangers to win this game just because I don't really trust the White Sox line or lineup. Right. Our lineup is great. We made a solid move last night. We put Josh Young at the three hole instead of having him in five hole, and it basically changed the game for us. Uh, I love the Rangers minus 145. I think sooner or later the books are going to catch on that this is a powerhouse team. So take advantage of it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also like the Rangers money line in this. Um. Yeah, maybe are we thinking a possible number in first inning as well? Thank God you caught me on it. Yes, we are having no run first inning. I've already made that bet. I just forgot to say it. So yes, I do like that. I mean, they both have not given up a run. I think Cease is the only one that's given up a run in the last ten starts in the first inning. Okay, I like to hear that. Okay. Yeah, so they're both, there's a, I think, probability-wise, I think there's a 70-something percent chance that this happens. This and it's only a minus 125. I also like that. Here we go. 74.8% chance. I mean, this year overall, Evaldi is 12-2 and two on the no-run first inning. Dylan Cease is 13-2 and two on the no-run first inning. I, and... Honestly, just looking at and just being a normal, not a obsessive Ranger fan, we don't score. The Rangers don't score their runs until the third and fourth innings. I, it literally the runs that are created are the third inning all the way until the seventh inning, and we cannot figure out a score in the eighth and ninth. So don't ever freak out on any overs you have until it's like basically past the seventh inning. Right. 
Okay. So yeah, I do like that. Uh, it's a no run first inning. It's initially there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do Padres Giants. Oh man, what a heartbreaking game for the Padres last night. See, and it's it's funny because uh, Tatis what stole, or got caught stealing, and then right after that, Juan Soto hit a home run, which yep. could have been the entire game there. It was early in the game, so I don't know if you can really blame that. But watching Yaz hit it in the water was pretty fucking cool as a walk off. I don't think I've seen that often. Uh, yeah, and just to see. I mean, I, I had no idea that Giants were doing this good, <laughs> you know. And that's what, you know, we we very... look at records all day long, every day, and I never would have guessed that they are eight games over five hundred, whatever. Nobody ever does, by the way. I mean, I think that's like the most forgotten team in baseball. It's the Giants, uh, but they started off really slow. They've climbed their way back up. I I think them and the Diamondbacks are probably the sneaky picks from that in a West because, of course, everybody's thinking Dodgers, Padres, right? At the beginning, I think yep. I even put a ticket for Padres, but Diamondbacks, Giants, both are having very veteran style team, and I I like the way they're built. Uh, that being said, on tonight's game, I <laughs> I like the Giants again. I think we're getting a decent line here. I'm not a big fan of Lugo with the Padres. Mm, I don't know if I can do it. I just can't. I look at the Giants lineup and I look at the Padres lineup and I go, all right, I know which one I'm taking. Um, well, yeah, I mean, if we're looking at 2021 lineups, then yeah, of course we're taking the Padres all day, but this is a new year. Soto's struggling. Uh, Machado hasn't really come back yet. The only person I think is worth a damn on that team right now, hitting-wise, is Tatis and Xander. And Xander isn't even doing that great. I mean, yeah, Xander we'll started hot and got hurt. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, I'm I'm still leaning Giants. I'm probably not going to take it, but I do really like the way the Giants have been playing lately. Okay. Uh, and then we have Dodgers-Angels. Uh, we already uh, said a little bit about this, uh, kind of leaning on yeah. Dodgers' money line. We're on Dodgers' money line. It's a, it's a short price, minus 130. We're not going to get that a lot this year. Might as well take advantage of it. Yep. Yep, I'm with you on that. Uh, what about uh, college baseball? I know we have LSU tonight. Yeah, we have a juggernaut of a game tonight. This is Tennessee LSU. I don't know which one's a home team, but um, I believe Tennessee is a home team. All right, I I gotta take Tennessee. I gotta take Tennessee money line. I'm taking them on the spread of plus one and a half too. Here's the thing: if LSU does not have Paul Skeens pitching. They're they're you you can't bet them with like any kind of like serious money. Like you just can't. That bullpen is fucking atrocious. They completely blew it against Wake. That that was their game. They lost it. They absolutely fucked it up. If Paul Skeens isn't in, hold your breath. That being said, I'm taking Tennessee. I like the depth a little bit more. Um I think I had their lineup earlier, but I don't think they've announced a pitcher yet. It looks like LSU is gonna go with like a committee tonight. They got nine guys that are able to pitch. So I usually don't like hearing that at all. Just because you can't have a pitcher get in like a rhythm or anything like that. So I, I will probably lean Tennessee as the dog in this battle. Uh, I will tell you, it looks like Skeens is pitching. Is Skeens pitching? Okay. So from what I'm reading right now, does change things. Is he pitching for the full game? Because I know he went. Let me 
check june 20th yeah five hours or uh 5 11 p.m that would have been 13 minutes from now hmm june 20th 2023 interesting See, in this for college baseball, it's not like the MLB where they kind of give you like five days notice of who's going to start and whatnot. I will say, I, like, it, I don't know how long he can go because, I mean, he just pitched on Saturday. I mean, that's yeah. enough rest, I feel, for a college kid, but I think he. he... I mean, you'll probably see him tonight sometime soon just because it's the last game. Yeah, everything's on the line, just, anyways. Everything's on the line. I just think Tennessee has not, like, a, I think they have more depth. I, here, I'm going to take away the money line pick. I'm sticking with the plus one and a half at minus 165. I think Tennessee will at least hang within one. I think that's the right play. It, college baseball is so hard in this spot, too, because once you win, how are you going to go up against Wake Forest again? Are you going to, you're basically going in empty. So there's some kind of thought to that as well. It, it is, it's one of the hardest sports, to, one of the hardest championships to win, just strategically speaking. I don't know. That's a tough game. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to keep looking it up real quick. Uh, so you still like... No? Uh, I'm leaning to the isn't, isn't pitching. And hmm. honestly, dude, we're not going to know until like, five minutes of the game because even if he let's say he is pitching right he may only go three innings and then they're sure. we're shit out of luck there right yeah yeah okay all right yeah we'll lean towards tennessee um okay uh, anything else i know we had discussed tennis is a little wonky right now until Wimbledon next week i mean we got the nba draft if you've looked at that yet oh i have not here, I kind of like flirted around with a couple ideas. Um, I've already taken a bet already, and it's a little, it, it might be a little bit of a stretch here, but I just think almost an emotional hedge here. I did put about a unit, unit and a half on uh, Scoot Henderson to win rookie of the year at six to one odds. Okay. I, I just, as a, like, I feel like looking back on the NBA and looking at what we're dealing with now with jaw and Zion and all kinds of shit like that. Nothing's guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed as a lock of a hall of fame or anything crazy like that. So even in Zion, I think everybody had their whole house mortgages on Zion to win rookie of the year. And he only played like 20 games. So I, I think it's going to be am, an interesting one. Cause doesn't when um, the Oklahoma city guy who was drafted last year, but broke his foot. Yep. It's always terrifying. I mean, I feel like, Good thing is the Spurs already said we are not fucking doing that. Uh, Victor will not be playing summer league. Go fuck yourself. Um, so I do like <laughs> that. Love that actually. That is probably my favorite thing they've ever done. Uh, I think second overall pick is pretty interesting. I because right now it's currently the Hornets. Currently, they already have Lamelo Ball. I don't understand why they would get Scoot Henderson as another point guard. Maybe Unless there's something weird going on. Right. Lamelo for Zion. They're not. Shut up. Is that a thing? <laughs> it, 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 it. I mean, it was allegedly a thing two days ago. Zion is very, very likely to be traded in the next forty-eight hours. 
And I've heard that that's going to lean more of like a Knicks pick or anything like that. That's the funny thing is like I think the only he has to play somewhere where like he can really buy in. It doesn't really seem like playing in New Orleans. He really bought into basketball there, so I don't think that would help in Charlotte. But I think the Knicks had always dreamed about having him. Uh, maybe the Madison Square Garden crowd could get him fired up to play every night. Um, I don't know. I, I really just want to talk about that because I don't understand that he scoot Henderson, scoot Henderson going two overall, and then why he's favored over Brandon Miller. I think that Brandon Miller pick makes a lot more sense. And yeah. I think I see that what um, Blazers are going to keep Dame and they're going to keep their third overall pick. Uh, I mean, I saw stuff today that they were even looking at possibly trading uh, for Bam out of bio. To put I with. did see that too. Jesus Christ, we can't even make bets on this. This is impossible. Yeah, the next real. 48 hours, something's going to definitely happen for sure. Um, yeah, I, other than that, I mean, my, I can't even bet on the top three. It looks like the top three are locked in. Uh, hmm. I would say the first, if there is a, because I saw this on my book, the first uh, Thompson brother that get picked will be Eamon. I like, I like that at minus 190. I have uh, Czar Thompson uh, over under five a, and a half. Uh, I would say he would be in the top five picks. Both of the brothers should be a top five draft pick. But that can't happen if there's already Scoot, Brandon Miller, Wemby. You think they're both going four and five? I think they could. Grady Dick over 10 and Grady Dick, the last thing I saw was that they were probably going to go to the Mavs number 10. Okay. Don't like that then. Uh, yeah, I'm looking here. I don't really see too much right now. Maybe we'll have it some more on Thursday. Uh, we might yeah, be able we'll to do probably it. dive in a little bit deeper there. But yeah. uh, other than that, there's not much more we can really talk about gamble on anything like that. We're in the dog days right now. Yeah, I would say uh, there was one tennis play I liked for tomorrow, and I think it was Cam Norrie. Look that up real fast. Tennis for tomorrow. Uh, yeah, Cam Norrie tomorrow morning. Um, don't know what the line is yet. Uh, also, my boy Francis is playing again tomorrow. I guess tennis does do back to backs. Yeah, it's a long. Um. Yeah, maybe a Cam Nori Tiafo uh, parlay there. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, you got anything else? I'm trying to look. I got nothing. Oh, I did want to talk about uh, the alternate line parlays that I've recently discovered. <laughs> How do you even get that? Because I don't even have that option on my book. Yeah, you uh, under, you hit parlay. And then, like, the fourth thing down should say MLB alternate lines. I don't think I know we have a a similar setup. It's all good, but explain to me these real quick. Well, basically they it's like it's like doing a seven point teaser in football, but for baseball. And you have the options and each game will have two options. So like the Braves Phillies tonight. I can have the Braves plus one and a half for huge odds, right? Minus two ninety five. 
or I could do Braves minus two and a half and get really good odds plus one seventy five. So I like to you know take one or two of the bigger odd ones, one games that I can see you know kind of being a blowout, and then I pair that with one that it's going to be a close game, but I like. So for example, what was the one I did earlier? I got the Rangers and Cardinals both to win by at least three. And D-backs, actually, I took the D-backs minus one and a half, plus 160. Uh, so I got really good odds on all those. I mean, that's a 15-unit parlay for only three teams, which is pretty okay, good. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's so just finding yeah. good odds in stuff. Um, you know, you can sometimes get a favorite plus one and a half. And it's only like minus 220 range, you know, to throw into a parlay. So if you're doing parlays, I do like that. At least so far, I'm still, you know, only a few days into it. But gotcha. okay. well, we'll have to figure it out, kind of experiment a little bit more. But yeah, man, that's all I got for the day. Uh, go Tigers, go Rocky Top, whatever team you're going for. That's a big game tonight. That should be, that's must watch TV if you haven't, if you're not watching. Yeah, I might even tune in myself. Um, okay. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody for tuning in, listening. Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe, uh, shoot us a message. If you want to invite to our discord, which is continually growing every week now, uh, starting to get a little fun on there. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thanks. Hey, God bless.